The rumors are flying about OBJ. I mean, in the since we've been away, now the Saints are the leader in the clubhouse, according I mean, to a report. Who knows? This is why we need to turn to our friend Tommy Kern of NBC Sports Boston, who joins us on the Harbor One Hotline. Tommy, brought to us by Zooty. Build any app your company needs in a week. Visit Zooty.com for details. And by Dr. Matthew Lapresti at Leonard Hair Transplant Associates, the hair doctor of Tommy Curran at 1-800-GET-HAIR. Tommy on the Harbor One Hotline. Tommy Curran, what is the very latest in the Patriots' chase of Odell Beckham Jr.? Patriots have their line in the water just like everybody else, and there is absolutely a feeling in Foxborough that he would help them, that he would bring to their offense an element that they don't have, and that he'd be an interesting ad. But, you know, it's it's in Beckham's court. And certainly if I'm him, I'm looking at Aaron Rodgers or Patrick Mahomes and even Jameis Winston and saying, you know what, these are teams that probably have a better chance of winning a Super Bowl. So how am I going to spend my next eight games? I'm going to go with these guys. And But I do think the Patriots absolutely believe there's upside to having him. Would you say, Gresh and I have disagreed about this all day long. I think there is the potential of tremendous reward, and I see no risk in this if they're able to bring him in. Same. 100%. Yeah, it's, it's, to me, you got a guy who is, he is in a position that he's probably not been in since prior to LSU. Wherever he goes, he needs them more than they need him. And he has to be on his best behavior. He's still going to be walking in. If he is in Foxborough, say, well, where's the locker room? Now, how do I do this? A person in that position, especially going to work for Bill Belichick after you've been with Ben McAdoo and Kevin Stefanski, is not going to be walking into the huddle saying, I'm open, get it to me. you got to get it to me. Why aren't you getting it to me? And then kicking the kicking net. He's just not going to be that guy. He's got two months to keep his emotions in check and his immaturity in check. And I think that he could do it. Could. Like, I, here's my problem, Tom. Why trust this guy? How can you, you trust this guy? You need him. You, if you want to get where you want to go, which is not just the playoffs, but to contend in the AFC for a chance to go to the Super Bowl, you need that. Because in the end, Gresh, I bet you agree with this. The Patriots are going to be held hostage by their lack of offensive explosiveness. They have a nice complement of players but they don't have somebody who can individually scare you. Not a quarterback, not a receiver, and certainly the offensive tackles and offensive line hasn't been steady enough to say, we're just going to ground our way to Los Angeles in the Super Bowl. Well, Tommy, let me ask you this. He's a one here, but is he really a still a number one wide receiver? Doesn't matter. if you get. I mean, that to me, for the Patriots' purposes, how you define him matters less as to how he'll fit. And I think I might have mentioned this to you last week. I did some, like, looking at some of the numbers of measurables. Julian Edelman is otherworldly in terms of short shuttle and three cones, like 6.6 and some ridiculous number for the three cone, just 95th percentile. Kendrick Bourne and... Um, Jacoby Myers aren't, aren't even close. Bourne had kind of a good three cone. Odell Beckham still is not as quick as Edelman was in either of those disciplines, but he's close. So he also plays physically. He also is better after the catch than those guys. And he is a willing blocker. 
So to me, more than willing. You need that on your offense because your offense is probably going to be the main reason you get ushered from the 2021 season. Tom, do you think Mac Jones hurts the recruitment of Odell Beckham? Because I think if this happened two years ago and Tom Brady was still here, Odell's here in a second. And I know that he loves Bill Belichick, or at least I've read that he loves Bill Belichick and, and vice versa. But at this stage of his career, I don't think of Mac Jones as much better than Baker Mayfield, and that's the main reason Odell wanted out of Cleveland was because of Baker Mayfield. So in in your mind, does having Mac Jones hurt the chances of getting him? I think he doesn't help it as much as Mahomes, Rodgers, or even Winston will. And look, Winston, we can yeah. all we want. But he's 14 touchdowns and three picks. He helped guide a team to, and again, it's, they scored 21 points here at, at Gillette Stadium. With, they had a pick six involved. Um, and But the Saints beat the Patriots that day. I mean, if you look at who's a stronger-armed, more experienced player, I would say Mac Jones over the next few years is going to be better than Jameis Winston, but Jameis Winston is going to have more appeal to a receiver, I think. Don't you? I mean, I don't know about I, Winston. I, I mean, the other guys for sure. I mean, and then throw Russell I mean, Wilson into the mix. Right but, now, yeah. for the next eight games, if you're yeah. a receiver, do you want to play with Winston or Mac Jones? Well, Tom, well but with, they're not throwing the ball down there, and I don't know if it's because they don't have receivers or if Sean Payton's just terrified he's going to throw picks, but they don't throw it at all down there. <laughs> well, and the other thing, too, and Keith and I talked about this, Tommy, is what is the real end game for OBJ? Because if he took a minimum deal and went to Green Bay, then he kind of tells us he's about winning. If he wants to go to New Orleans, then it's about a self-fulfilling prophecy maybe for him because he's from there. So does the mindset of Odell tie into where he chooses to go play? Sure, but I still think he could win in New Orleans. I mean, they, they took care of the, the Bucks recently, and that's that's a conference right now that you know is tight, but I would say that New Orleans would not be ruled out. So, yeah, I, I, I would imagine it's probably going to end up being New Orleans. I mean, I honestly stupidly forgot that element that he's from new Orleans and you know, it's, it's, it's his hometown. So when, you know, being so Patriot centric, I forgot what made new Orleans compelling aside from Sean Payton. And it's, that's, that's, that's a good selling point there or the frozen tundra well, with weirdo Aaron. And I think the points moot too, Tom, and we should have jumped in on this earlier, but Winston did, he's out for the season. He, he blew out his ACL. So he's done oh, for geez. the year. So it's, what am I doing? It's Simeon. What am I doing? It's Simeon and Taysom Hill. So to me, it's what am prob- I doing? It's, oh, it's no, it's not on you. Listen, I, I, it's hard to follow the suck bag quarterbacks of the NFL well, and they don't even have no, everybody's getting hurt too. Now. I mean, it's just, it's across yeah, the league, but, but I, I cannot be big prattling on about Jameis Winston for three minutes when he's been out for two weeks. I mean, uh, what am I doing? Sorry but, about but, that. But, but their name still keeps popping up there, and it seems like it's Patriots, Chiefs, Packers, Seahawks, and Saints. And so Saints, let's call that one a homecoming. The other four all have, or the other three have significantly better quarterbacks. You're talking about Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, and Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. So the head coaching connection would have to be what really seals it. The other thing that I would play to, Tom, if I'm the Patriots is – it's probably the only place that you could feed his ego and say you are the number one receiver. Now, I don't know if that's something that they would do, but that is something that would be true here, whereas all those other places have a guy or two that's probably going to get more targets than Beckham would. Yeah, but you guys know that those words would never fall from the lips of Bill Belichick. That's true. There would never be a, a Randy ratio or an OBJ promise of eight targets a game 
we're going to get you the ball five times. I bet they'd love to. Look, when we look at, for instance, that little whip route that they love to run down the goal line, the guys trying to run it, Kendrick Bourne or Myers, they're not as fast as Amendola was. They're not as fast as Edelman was. They're just longer cut guys. That is a red zone weapon the Patriots can't really exercise right now. That's why Hunter Henry has so many touchdowns, and they love to run the ball down there. They just don't have guys to get available. So there is a huge role that he could fill. I'm still rattled. Don't worry about it. Blanking out the Winston thing. Happens all the time. Rattled. Rat, you're, I know you're a little shook. Now, do you think the sales pitch two years ago to Antonio Brown was just as simple as Tom Brady and the chance to make $15 million? Is that probably all they had to say for him? Well, the $15 million was obviously huge. Yeah. Um, and the Brady thing was huge, but Bill, Bill wanted him just as much. Sure, okay. And Bill was just as sour about the ultimate decision, you know, to, to, to let him go. That was you know, probably the last time that he and Tom Brady were in full-on lockstep. They did not want Antonio Brown to be taken from them, period. Tommy Kern of NBC Sports Boston here with Gresham Keefe talking about the Patriots and OBJ. Uh, is it minimum deals, you think, for Odell Beckham across the league, Tommy? I know there's a report out of Milwaukee saying that that's mm-hmm. what Green Bay is going to roll out. Might the, I don't know, might you tickle the guy a little bit with, and we've seen the Patriots do this before, by the way, where they bring in a guy a half year, but also tack on that year two of the deal so they maintain some control over the player. Yeah, and I wonder if Beckham would even be interested in, in that kind of proposal. Uh, I wouldn't if I were him. You but know, I'd want but to do, you think the minim, do you think the minimum does it for him either? Like, will somebody have to come off of the veteran minimum for him to be able to procure his services? I would say probably not. I don't think if I were him, I don't, and I don't know the guy, so that's why it's just full-on hypotheticals. Yeah, It's not a money grab for him. It's a situation. So whether somebody's offering the minimum or somebody's offering $4 million, he's already making, isn't he, again, the 4.35 that Cleveland owed him in, like, mm-hmm. the back money where they're taking the hit either way. They have to pay a portion of the remaining salary. So he's still getting paid that. I think he's double dipping. It's uh, Tom, there is a game on Sunday, and it could actually be Odell Beckham against his former team if they could hurry up and sign him. I mean, that would <laughs> be pretty exciting, but pretty amazing. We don't know the status yet or the game day status of Nick Chubb, but he may be out, and the Patriots could go on a three-game stretch of no Nick Chubb in Cleveland, no Calvin Ridley in Atlanta, <laughs> and no Derrick Henry in Tennessee. It would be ideal, but you have to be concerned about the double bad heads that are going on right. for the Patriots with Damian Harris and Ramondre Stevenson. You could be left with Brandon Bolden as your every down back, and if you say, oh, well, we'll just throw. Well, yeah. Damian Clowney and Miles Garrett on the other side. So this is a dangerous game. You look at it and say, all right, well, the Patriots should be able to take a team that has lost, I believe, three of its last four before its win in um, Pittsburgh, excuse me, um, Cincinnati, should be able to feel comfortable about that, but the Patriots, they're favored by one and a half right now. And it's going to be these games that we're getting to that part of the season where it doesn't matter what the team logos are. It doesn't matter what the previous week's results were. It matters who they can field on Sunday as to what's going to happen. Tommy Kern of NBC Sports Boston. Great chat on OBJ. We'll talk to you on NFL Sunday on Sunday morning, Tommy. Appreciate it. All right, guys. Thanks for having me. Thanks, there Tom. goes Tommy Curran with us on the Harbor One Hotline.